Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. to be back with you folks as we continue on in these songs of the night and going through the book of Psalms where we're taking a different direction today. We're not leaving the scripture by no means, but we want to tell you what's going on. And since we're able to use uh, Morningside and Pastor Crockett's church to do some of it, it's good to uh, have him here with us today. So we're all going to share some verses that are on our mind and then we're going to talk about what we're doing. So this uh, podcast is actually entitled What We're Doing, which is uh, lately we've been just writing with a psalm we've been working on is the name of the podcast. And uh, But we want to talk about what we're doing. And uh, as we always start with our segment, you might be right with God if. We're, uh, we're going to Pastor Crockett, so he gets a second one in. We, we told him we're going to invite him back once in a while, so hopefully we'll get on his calendar around next Christmas or something to bring them back in. We just want to have uh, my pastor on here so you guys get to know him a little bit. And where we're at in Greenville, you're always welcome at Morningside Baptist Church. And so if you're in the area, come on out and uh, we'd love to have you. And uh, so you might be right with God, Pastor, if you do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Man, scripture. I love it when we get on the scripture road. And, uh, you know, I mean, just doing the right thing to others. And you know, even when they stink, you know, and we're, we're up front here, Pastor, we let people know that 50% of the population is total knuckleheads, you know. <laughs> and I want you to know none of them go to Morningside or, or listen to this podcast, but uh, there's 50% of the people out there are knuckleheads. Trust me, I've run into them. And, and, and you know, maybe at one point in my life, I was one of them. Maybe I got a little, we all got a little bit of knucklehead in us. And, you know, we all share that gene. And, and uh, you know, something I was thinking about the other day, I was telling this young man, I said, now remember, we all uh, share a common DNA aspect, which we all share the same gene from Adam. And he looked at me and he says, yeah. And he says, uh, we have Noah in us too. Because uh, I was like, whoa, it's about a six-year-old kid. And I said, man, I should have him on the podcast, man. <laughs> you know, and, uh, and then food that's right with God. So, Food that's right with God, Pastor. What do you think? I, I would have to go with bacon. Uh, oh. My wife, when I wake up on Saturday morning, she'll usually have um, bacon and eggs and pancakes or waffles, and that's kind of oh. our big family breakfast that we eat oh, during the week. And to me, it's just amazing how God made an animal that if, if you had a smell spectrum of <laughs> dirty and filthy and repulsive on one side and then the most fragrant aroma in the world on the other side it would be a, a pig would be on both sides of the spectrum <laughs> just depending on whether it's dead or alive so uh yeah I, I agree with you on the the barbecue but I'm I'm a big fan of bacon as well yeah yeah and you know I don't like bacon you can see through before you cook it it's got to be thick bacon <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah. spend the extra buck I mean get the <laughs> thick bacon and and uh yeah, so the place I go about, they have different specials every day, SBH Barbecue, the place where they're, and, and I mean, they're moving you along through there. You don't have a lot of time to contemplate what's going on. But anyway, they had some bacon in there about a month ago, and it was a half inch thick. 
Wow. And every bite was an explosion of freshness and wonderfulness. And, and like Pastor said, how could something like this come from an unclean animal, this unclean thing? I remember the demons from the Maniac of Gadara were cast into these unclean pigs, and they went out and killed themselves and drowned. So pigs carry demons, but they carry some mighty fine bacon, praise God. And, and, uh, and, uh, and so that's some pretty good stuff. So we're going to be talking now over the next few minutes uh, again about what we're doing and, uh, and how we're going to be doing some of it. we still got some blocks that need filling in, but we want you guys to tell us what you think. And uh, if some of you can offer something to us, certainly we'll consider that for the training and the recording we're doing and things of that nature. But I want to start with a few verses so Stephanie's and my verse are going to deal with verses that have touched us since we've been working with people with PTSD. And one of the first ones with me and, and uh, is over in Romans, the book of Romans, uh, in verse number, in chapter number 15 and verse number 13. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace, believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. And you know what we see all the time as we help people with PTSD we see people's lives starting to abound with hope. And uh, if, if you're right with God, if, if you're in his word, if, if you're studying, if you're sealed with the Holy Spirit of God where the unclean thing can't come in, uh, things can start happening in your life that are unbelievable. And that's, that's what serving mm-hmm. God is all about. So, Stephanie, what do you have for verses? Wow. Well, Psalm 91, and I don't get into, we just covered Psalm 91 a couple weeks ago, so yeah. I'm not going to dig into the reason, but pretty much everybody that listens knows why Psalm 91 um, is special to me. Um, Just, I love the promises that are in Psalm 91 for someone who is dealing with PTSD. And verse one just starts out, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. And that secret place, that hiding place, of the most high and anyone who has PTSD knows that we desperately, desperately need a hiding place. And if we don't find it in the most high, we'll find it. You know, a lot of people try to find it in drugs and alcohol in um, so many other ways of life that do not glorify the Lord. And that in the end, just bring more destruction and in many ways, more trauma. And so that verse is just precious to me. And to, I think it's given me an impetus to show other other people, my hiding place to show other people that secret place, that place they can go to find help. And Psalm 91 at the end, um, the Lord gave me 14 through 16 when I found out I had the liver tumors Mm -hmm. and they're just beautiful to me because I, he has set his love upon me. Therefore, will I deliver him? I will set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. And those verses are just loaded with great and precious promises. And for someone who's suffering, for someone who feels lost, who feels hopeless, those verses are filled with hope that when we set our love upon God, and your love is your focus, Um, that love is just what you're choosing to live for, what your focus is on every day. Um, whatever that is, that's, that's going to be where you're looking to for strength. And when we pray Lord Jesus Christ, he promises he will deliver us. In other words, if you have PTSD, he's the deliverer. He's the one that can 
get you out of that pit of despair. He's the one that can set your feet on a solid rock. He's the one that can drive that fear away and um, put a new song in your heart, all of those things. So, yeah, I would say those verses from Psalm 91 so, sum up in a lot of ways why why we do what we do, at least from my perspective, is to give people, to give brothers and sisters in Christ their hope again to hopefully with the Lord's help, restore their joy and their hope in, in who their Savior is, and for the lost to point them to the Deliverer, to point them to the one who wants to hide them under his wings and wants to give them that safe place. Wow. Yeah, no, that's great. And just just for, for purposes here, Pastor, if you did not hear, uh, Stephanie was memorizing Psalm 91. She was actually memorizing it in the car uh, when her husband was gunned down. Mm-hmm. So that was a, a psalm that God had her memorized. And for a long time, we stayed away from it. And then we started hitting that through consulate and working with Stephanie. And it's become a big part of our ministry, mm-hmm. Psalm 91 has. Now, what verses, uh, what verse of verses come to your mind? I, I love to go to 2 Corinthians 1, yeah. where Paul, in that, in that letter to the Corinthians, he talks about being shipwrecked and famined and beaten and jailed and imprisoned at, at you know, at sea and on land, all these terrible, you know, just series of tragedies that he'd experienced in his life, and all for for taking the gospel. You know, it was all inflicted because of his evangelism and because of his mission's work. Um, mm-hmm. And so he, he says right out of the gates in the first chapter, he talks about, um, you, you know the trouble that I had in Asia, that we were pressed out of measure, we were above strength that was more than he could personally handle in so much that we despaired even of life. So here's the Apostle Paul, we, we think of as one of the greatest Christians to ever walked the face of the earth, despairing of life itself, thinking suicidal thoughts. But then he says, but we had the sentence of death in ourselves that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God, which raiseth the dead. So he says, God allowed me to get that low, to God allowed me to go through those trials so that I would not trust in myself, but trust in God, which raiseth the dead. And then what I really love is in in verse 3 of 2 Corinthians 1, where he says that God is the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. And those those of you who've gone through tragedies, who've gone through trials, have probably known him as the Father of mercies, if you're a believer. You've known him as the God of all comfort. And then he says that who comforted us in all of our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. And I think that's what this ministry is all about. I think yeah. that's what the two of you are doing, is you're saying, look, this is how God has comforted us in our tribulation. Uh, he is the God of all comfort, and we're going to comfort others with the same comfort wherewith we were comforted by God. Yeah, that's great. And that's exactly what's going on, I think, with our training and and, and so just to update you, our prayer, uh, those of us in Wounded Spirits, so there's six full-time missionaries now working with Wounded Spirits. Another 20 people are at some process of wanting to work with Wounded Spirits, the retreat we're working on in Indiana, things of that nature. And uh, But one of the things we, we have been praying about earnestly is making some new videos. Uh, and God provided in a wonderful way, as we mentioned to you before, down at Pensacola Christian College with 
uh, with the students. They they actually brought us down. Debbie and I went down. Stephanie had come down. We got to work with students, talk with them. I was able to speak during a chapel. They raised money for us to make those videos. And not only did they help us, but uh, uh, the pastor of Campus Church, Pastor Redlin, went out of his way to take an offering toward these videos and stuff. And in a very meaningful way, they provided the resources necessary to make new videos to reach out to people uh, around the world, to reach out to you guys, you know, that as you're going through, we want to provide you with worksheets to fill out. And so we dealt with some challenges. One of those bigger challenges was where, you know, we have the money now. We, uh, we have a brother that actually went to college with pastor, a good friend of mine, Shane McMullen, who's worked on some of the fireproof uh, courageous types of movies. I can't think of the names, the Kendrick brothers, I guess, out of that church in Georgia. And he's worked on three or four of them, has a great reputation. He's made a ton of documentaries, especially about being pro-life and things of that nature, has a great reputation. So he was somebody who immediately came to mind, as well as we're making college videos. So Pensacola being probably, uh, I mean, as someone said to me one time, you can't have a billion-dollar facility to tape at unless you have a billion-dollar facility to tape at. And there's no more expensive type of facility in our circles that's newer and nicer, all those things. So this is what we came up with. We're going to do the lion's share, or about two-thirds to three-quarters of the videos. Pastor Crockett was nice enough to give us. He has uh, So our church is, is a blessed church, and, and God has blessed through the leadership and, and the members of our church for many years, and they were able to pay off the latest building and things of that nature. I think a year and a half ago or a year, somewhere in there, Pastor Crockett can update us on that. When you only go four weeks a year because I'm on the road preaching, not because I'm missing church. Uh, I listen to it all the time online now. But anyway, um, they were able to buy, I think, wasn't it, Pastor, the three houses next to the church? Yeah, it, it was neat. I'd been in the church about a year and a half and we were able to pay down $1.3 million to finish off of our off our debt back in 2017. Okay. And um, there was the deacon chairman had been in the church for decades, uh, I think 36 years or something, and, and he said these three properties were landlocked. We're on a, in a great location on Pelham Road down from the barbecue place. Right. The praise God, three road. miles from barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> oh, amen. But um, we, there's just nowhere else to, to grow. And so we were hoping maybe one of these properties adjacent to us would come on the market. The deacon chairman said that none of these, these are the original builders. They built these homes back in the sixties. None of them have come on the market in the 30 some years I've been at the church. And uh, so we were able to, after paying off the debt that spring, we'd received some large gifts towards missions, toward the church, uh, and had been able to save some as well. And uh, all three of those, within a week's time, came on the market, gave us first right of refusal, the, the owners. And so we were able to buy all three and are converting. The, the one now is where our Chinese pastor and his wife and two little girls Amen. stay. Uh, the middle home we're planning to renovate in the future, but then the other home is a beautiful 4,000-square-foot home uh, that we have almost a constant influx of missionaries, yeah. people— different ministries around the globe that are coming and staying there that can just be a, a, a prophet's chamber for them to, to get away and have a time of rest and relaxation. And, and it's the great news about the, the last house he was speaking of is it, it's just been finished over the last year or two. I actually uh, was able to see it for the first time 
a few months back with one of our missionaries who stayed there. And it's, it's finished kind of in a Chip and Joanna Gaines type of way with the, uh, with the beautiful floors, the painting, the <laughs> wonderfulness of it. I mean, it sleeps about 16 people, I think. And mm-hmm. I, I don't think I'm exaggerating. Is it, is no, right? no, we've had teams from colleges, and yeah, yeah we're able to get all of them yeah. in there. So. And there's one little efficiency apartment toward the back, so you can have a big, huge Stephanie Wesco family taking over the big part of the house, and you can still have someone different. So they're actually, we've reserved the house for two straight weeks, and the first week we have it, we have both the efficiency, so we can put up some people coming in for the videos, and we have the whole house for Stephanie with her kids. But here's the great part about the house. It's finished so nicely, it's painted so nicely, that we're turning it into a studio, not only while they're staying there, but we had uh, the gentleman come in, uh, Mr. McMullen, that we were talking about, uh, with his production company, he's going to run five to nine cameras in there, uh, separate audio control around wow. the room. We might be in the fireplace room. We may be in the other room. We may be moving furniture around. But this is becoming our studio. So it's pastor had brought up, why don't you do it here? We were able to work out the week that that was open with the production company. And so we reserved the whole house uh, for one week. And then the place where Stephanie and her family stand for another week after that. And so, folks, we're actually going to be doing most of the videos right there in that house next to Morningside Baptist Church. And then pastor's allowing me to speak at uh, life groups on Sunday nights, the last three Sundays in July. And uh, so that's a really cool time to uh, see our church family respond. They were, And by the way, this was the first church family uh, that had a PTSD training inside the church open to the church family in 2014. And mm-hmm. we had about 40 people from the church at that time. I was looking through the list the other night, and 10 of them are with God in heaven. But, I mean, mm-hmm. this this group and, and other churches from town came by. So this is not only something we've done once here before, uh, but we're doing it in a much better way. The money that was provided by Pensacola. So we're doing videos in such areas as being suicidal, suffering from survivor's guilt and guilt, and dealing with Christian abuse, dealing with all these different things that are so relevant and depression and those things we're going through today, they're so relevant, they're so real. And uh, we're going to be talking about them like in a small group type of format where we'll be sitting around tables, we'll be showing things on the screen, everybody will have a micro- microphone, everybody will be relevant to the conversation, be studied in. Uh, it'll be something that can be played at Sunday school classes and church. It can be a group type of thing. And uh, so we've been working on this thing, group. The military likes one-word things, that people come in and do one-word ministries. So I had really been struggling with what's a one-word thing for group. And then last night before church started, not after church was going, but before church started, I actually texted a picture of what God gave me uh, to Stephanie for the meaning of group. And I want to remember this, Stephanie, not looking at it right now, but I think it was God's riches outpouring upon PTSD victors is what mm. these group things will come to. And uh, God was able to fill that in, and, and Stephanie changed onto to a pond. And uh, I'm really excited about that direction we're going. Then we're going down to Pensacola Christian College in September. We're going to take five cameras again, get that right university feel, you know, with the people who were the originators of not only the funding, the prayers, the fasting, and go down there and do the college piece, the depression, those things that college students go through right there on a college campus. So that's what we're doing. And then we're doing the three nights at uh, 
uh, for churches to be able to play as sermons at their churches. We're doing that at Morningside. Uh, uh, so by the end of August or mid-August, all these things should be all over the Internet. Uh, one of the cool things that's going on is we have heard from Amazon Prime, and we know their requirements to go on Amazon Prime. And we're paying Shane a lot of money to make sure they're Amazon, Amazon Prime ready, that their 4K, their uh, sound is right. You know, not only is the, the video right, but the sound needs to be right. Uh, we, we're hiring a host and hostess uh, that's actually going to be doing the talking. And uh, we're, we got a young lady and, uh, and a gentleman who are going to be hosting. And afterwards, we're going to make all the videos, and then we're going to tell them what they're hosting and hosting. And, and, and the hostess are going to be doing. And, and, and so you want to be part of this and let us know if we're, uh, if there's something you want us to talk about, if there's an area of great concern to you, we're going to try to get to everybody. So over the course of the two recording sessions, we do believe we're going to hit about 18 or 20 areas. Then we're immediately going to turn around and start fundraising for the following year. We're going to try to get pastor to allow us to use that house again because we would like to have 52 sessions all said and done. We'd like to have one year said and done uh, a year from now. That's our prayer, that we're going into recording a year from now in July, doing the same thing, but we want to have one year done by that point. So that's kind of what's going on here today. So in closing, uh, just remember where we went and remember why we go through trials. Remember what Paul went through, as Pastor was talking about. Uh, a godly guy, a guy who had been shipwrecked, a guy who got whipped and went back to the same town to share the gospel again. A, a guy who was, uh, I mean, you don't get on a boat with the Apostle Paul. I'm just telling you, you just don't do it, man. I can go up to heaven. Paul can say, Doug, you want to go sailing today? And I'll say, oh, I'll wait for next time. But uh, listen, folks, so uh, study out the Word of God. And I know I'm in heaven. I know I'll be safe, but I, I just don't want to get on a boat with him. And, and we're going to end the same way we started. Now the God of all hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing that ye may abound in hope. And you can, folks, you can abound in hope today through the power of the Holy Ghost. Pray today. Reach out to God. He'll answer. If we can help you in any way, go out to our Facebook page, Helpful Wounded Spirits. And uh, we were honored to have Pastor Crockett with us today. We'll see him again in about December or something like that. But uh, if you guys ever are in the Greenville area, please stop by and see our church. It's pretty accessible. And uh, we're glad to have everybody. May God bless you. We look forward to talking to you next Monday. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth, and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you.
Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.